unfortunately the bio gives you like 30 characters, characters yeah. or so. So this is where your elevator pitch comes in. If I'm in the elevator with you and I want to know what you do, you're not going to, I don't have time for a minute and a half for you to tell me what you do. I have 30 seconds to Jeez, get from floor like one that. to elevator eight. Elevator pitch. I like right? that. Hey, so episode four, <laughs> this is actually, this is episode four. Actually, when I was, um, I heard a stat that, uh, I think it's like 80% or something like that of people don't make it past episode four. So I'm here. This is your turning point. This is my turning point. This is my make it or break it point. Can we get a clap? Gang. That, that <laughs> is that recording? That's good. That's recording. Uh, yeah, it's recording. Honestly, like you were starting. That's okay. I, I might as well start. Yeah. I'll use all of it. I thought that was like a way of starting this. Oh. God. That's like a really good uh, intro. Is it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep it then. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to literally keep this in the intro. Right. There you go. How's your day? It's, it's good. How's life? Life is great. Are you nervous? A little. Wow. Now that you like stare at me like that. All right. Cool. Well, <laughs> if you're nervous, then tell everybody who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, oh, wait. I'm not allowed to look at the camera, right? No, you can look at me. We can talk. Okay, cool. cool. Well, my name is Sophia Aguilar, yeah. uh, and I am a full-time content creator. Nice. I'm also an owner of a dance company, and I am in ministry at church, and I do social media full-time. Wow. So you're involved in quite a few things. How that? Uh, how do you become a content creator? Actually, I did notice that you changed your bio to content queen. So how did you get there? So I have been creating content since I was about 14. I've always liked to show everything. Mm -hmm. Like I've always been the type of person where if I can't have everyone there, I'll create videos or pictures to be able to like keep those memories. Mm -hmm. So uh, people would always ask me like, why are you always taking photos? Why are you always taking videos? My camera roll has over like 40,000 videos and photos. So 40,000. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like terabytes on terabytes on terabytes, but, um, I've always loved to do that. So when I was working at restaurants or I was work or I would go on vacation, I would just document everything. And it started out with people just asking me if I could feature some of their products on my page. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it started being uh, a paid thing. And mm -hmm. then when I realized that the power of sharing and documenting, um, especially now in our new age started, like you could monetize it and make money from it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of when it started intriguing me. So I just started researching and researching and, um, just getting to know the right people. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just decided, you know what, like I'm going to quit my job. And if like God willing, this is going to go forward. And I really made sure that my goal was to always stay authentic. Like it's really, really hard to get lost in content creation or mm -hmm. just like putting yourself out there and wanting mm -hmm. to be like other people. But I think why I came up with the name content queen and how I got here was just uh, wanting to be my authentic self at all times and sharing the authentic on authenticity of other people's products, services, or events. Okay. Dope. And we're at a day and age where um, content is everything. Why would you say content is so important for your personal brand or just business in general? So I think content creation is important, not just if you have a business, but if you're building a brand. And the thing is, we need to treat like marketing as if there's only one way right now, which is social mm -hmm. media. Pretend there's no phones. Pretend you can't go to door to door. Pretend the only way that your items will be seen and can get purchased or that you'll, your service ma matters in a way mm -hmm. is if somebody can visually see it. Um, and because we went through a pandemic and everything like that, it became much more exclusive mm -hmm. because you had no choice but to document things virtually and visually. And that is the way that nowadays people buy into things. Mm -hmm. Um, there's reasons why um, if you pass by a shop, they have a visual mannequin with the clothes on because they want you to feel and see yourself already in it. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why content creation is important because you want somebody to already feel or see themselves in your work or give them an emotional connection through the videos, photos that you post online. Mm, I agree. I agree. One thing like for like 
beginner content creators, right? How do they figure out like what their target audience wants to hear? I think this question is like all around. It's all it like, all how do you find your niche? And <laughs> yeah, how do you find yeah. how, who to speak well, how to? How do you find your niche so for, for, for beginners? Or how did you find your niche? So for me, like I am my niche, like my lifestyle is my niche. I don't have a particular, um, like at the beginning I thought dance was my niche. And yeah. then I thought, um, you know, network marketing was my niche. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the gym was my niche, but all in all, my lifestyle is a niche. Okay. The person that I am and everything that I do is a niche. So the people that I speak to are people just like me. And I mm-hmm. think that's where we get lost. We get lost in, um, in trying to just identify this perfect individual when really and truly we just need to look at ourselves. Like, would you buy your own product? Would you mm. buy your own service? And anytime somebody comes to me to ask me like, who's my niche and who's my target audience? So I you're say, a brand more than yeah, a business. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you yourself are a brand. A brand. Yeah. Yeah. I sell a service, but, yeah. and I think overall, like I am a brand, like think of Nike, think mm-hmm. of, um, Adidas, like sports and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, they, they fall into lifestyle. They don't just look at athletes, but mm-hmm. now they're getting into the realm of looking at day-to-day individuals wearing Adidas because ah. they don't, they don't think about Adidas if they just make, um, if they just target basketball or they just show basketball players, mm-hmm. only basketball players are going to buy your stuff. Yeah, do you want just basketball players facts. buying your stuff? Or do you think that there's somebody who's not a basketball player that mm-hmm. wants to buy it because, but because you're only marketing that one thing, mm-hmm. you're going to turn them away. So that's why for me, I market everything because I want people not just for like, not just dancers, not just content creators, not just specific niche businesses, but I want everybody to be and feel like they can access my services. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I guess, well, I'm pretty niche based because obviously this is the Black is New Rich podcast and uh, my target audience would be like beginner entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's a problem because I'm so niche based? No, I think... I think that's awesome because you're identifying the kind of individuals you want to work with. Mm. So um, who, who you want to work with and who you want to target are a little bit different because I'm going to watch your podcast as a, a beginner entrepreneur. I still consider myself a beginner entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but someone like Eric Worre or like Gary Vee mm. might, or Jay Shetty might still be interested in your podcast because they're going to hear what new entrepreneurs are saying and they're uh. going to use that to start selling a new service or a new product. That's exactly so, what they do. Yeah. So you, you're not just targeting new, like maybe that's the people who you're getting on the podcast, but mm-hmm. everybody who's watching your stuff is, could be seasoned, could be non-black entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or like all around the world kind mm-hmm. of individuals. You know what I mean? Okay, cool, cool, cool. And for like a beginner entrepreneur, how much I hear this a lot. I hear, I get this question a lot for people mm-hmm. that ask me like to create content or whatever, but how much, what do you think, how much content should they be putting out in the beginning? As much as you can, like everything is content. Yeah. Um, from you, you opening put out a up lot of content, a lot and yeah. everything is content to me, like opening up a box, taking yeah. it out of the box yeah. and people overthink things. They think you need to have a filter and you need a 4k camera. Like yeah. my best asset is my cell phone. Yeah you have a cell phone, you can create content. It's not that serious. And mm-hmm. people think you need some sort of high quality, um, like high quality, like cameras or microphones mm-hmm. to create, create good content. But if that's all you have, use it to your best advantage, like okay. use it and abuse it. So, um, I think that if we're talking like an actual physical number, I think everybody needs to have 10 to 20 stories a day, 10 minimum. to 20 stories a day. Yeah. And like, but, let me break it down to you. So okay, I wake ahead. up in the morning. Yeah. I already have an idea of what I'm going to do in my day. Mm-hmm. This is where my content planner comes in for me. Okay. Um, so in the morning I have a routine, right? So I pray, I journal, that's content for me because I'm in like somebody else's receiving that information somewhere. Yeah. I go to the gym, that's content on my drive, I share my favorite song. Then I get home and I share what I'm eating. I talk about a client or a service. I post a reel. So I relate something to it. That's only midday, right? I'm here doing the podcast. I'm going to share here. I'm on my way home. I'm going to talk about how the podcast was. I get home and I make dinner. That's 10. That's 10. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to do my night routine or maybe something exciting. I don't know. I'm going shopping. I'm watching a movie Mm -hmm. somewhere in between. You can make it work, right? Okay. So I have a question. So I'm going to play a little bit devil's advocate. Okay. So because I could see how that can absolutely work for you Mm -hmm. because you brand yourself as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But for someone like me, 
I don't brand myself as I'm very, my private life. I'm sorry. My, uh, my life is very mm-hmm. private. Yeah. So would that work with me? Yeah, absolutely. Because you have clips of other entrepreneurs, right? So you're, you're showcasing brands. Mm-hmm. There's no reason as to why your face needs to be, cause your face is not the like, sorry, your brand doesn't revolve around you, right? Yeah. It revolves around other people. Yeah. So for you, it would be, what about, um, you feature a different entrepreneur a day, you feature a different business a day, True. you ask questions. Instagram makes it so easy for everybody to use engagement stickers. Like they're there for a reason. They're not difficult. Ask people what they want to see. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to learn what content to create, ask questions. So you can, I mean, get people to ask you questions so you can give them answers. That's content. Um, share a link so that it's clickable. Mm -hmm. Use the gifs. Like there's always something you can use and Mm -hmm. repost. If your goal is to showcase Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. then you can do that daily. Or maybe, maybe for you, you don't, you don't have to do it daily because people are always funneling through your page. So it may work where you can have content two days a week three days a week. And it's not, um, like a day to day thing, but I, I really do think that people overcomplicate the type of content they need to post because yeah. they, they don't think that, um, content is like King. efficient for them. Like mm-hmm. they think that, and which is work. great, which is great. Like if you, if you can sell your business without content and you can make a million dollars without content, just imagine what you can do with That's it. Yeah. Facts. Right? Cause your reaches out mm-hmm. way more. Okay, cool. So through my platform, I get to see a lot of um, businesses that are on the come up, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I always read bios. What are What is some type of advice that you can um, say about people's Instagram and TikTok bios? Because some of them, I see that they're they're all over the place, mm-hmm. right? Or I don't even know what they do within their bio. So what can you say about that? So I actually wrote this down because I think that this question goes so much on my radar. Um, So I'm going to read to you exactly what I tell everybody because it's something so important yet it's, it's significant, but it's the small difference that can make your business from being seen and just overlooked. So um, explain who you are and what you do, Mm -hmm. right? Unfortunately, the bio gives you like 30 characters Characters, or so. So this is where your elevator pitch comes in. If I'm in the elevator with you and I want to know what you do, you're not going to, I don't have time for a minute and a half for you to tell me what you do. I have 30 seconds to get from floor one to elevator pitch. I like that one. So explain who you are, Mm -hmm. um, target your niche audience with specific words. So Mm -hmm. mine is I help entrepreneurs create content with ease. That's it. Hey, Sophia, what do you do? I help like entrepreneurs create content with ease what, like what entrepreneurs, what does ease mean? Like, Uh, tell me more, right? That's how I get people. So they're going to be like, okay, cool. You link your website. There's something below that allows you to link your website, your bio. Maybe it's a link tree or like utilize something that people can have access to your, the different ways Mm -hmm. to purchase your, to purchase your service, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, Provide additional ways for your followers to get in touch. DM me for help or like, click below to get my freebie, right? Give them additional ways. So even in your link tree, yeah. And even in your link tree, you can put those clickable things. If it's a freebie that you have, maybe it's a link to some products that you always share on your story Mm -hmm. and your followers always want that. Like give them different ways to receive that value. And then the last one is show your personality. I think everybody has a gift and everybody has a different way to target people. Mm -hmm. So the difference of why I'm going to listen to your podcast and somebody else's podcast is really not you. I mean, sorry, it's really not the kind of content that you have, to be honest. It's about me. It's about you and your personality. Mm. Um, There are so many photographers and like, I'm sure you know that there's Mm. so many videographers, photographers, people that can do what you do. But the difference of why I'm going to go for you as a videographer and a photographer is because of the value that you give your personality. Do you make me feel welcome? Do I feel comfortable around you? Can I relate to you? And that's exactly why your podcast is going to blow up because you not only have your essence and your personality, but you have people that everybody can relate to. You have people from all different walks of life, Mm -hmm. background services and brands where it's like, I'm going to listen to this podcast because it's showcasing personality Mm -hmm. and it's not blah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So talk about your, um, content creation services. Cause I knew, uh, from off the camera, I know that you do it for individuals mm-hmm. and brands and businesses. How does that work? 
So um, it, it just kind of depends. Um, I do a discovery call at the beginning because mm-hmm. people think they know what they want, but they really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, they, well, give me an example of. So when somebody says they want content, there's three different types of content. Okay. Like there's visual content, there's written content like blogs, um, carousel posts, and then there's um, um, like design. Right. Okay. So visual will be videos, photos, mm-hmm. uh, reels, IGTVs, mm-hmm. uh, written is going to be like blogs and carousels and all that. Mm-hmm. And then there's digital stuff, which is like any like photos that are created on, uh, like designer platforms, okay. stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when people say they want content, usually they come and ask me for like written stuff or like carousel posts to post on their stuff. Mm. And while I think that's really important, there's nothing more important than you actually showing up on and using the stuff on Instagram. So what I, what I found that people really struggle with is reels Mm -hmm. and just creating authentic content. So Mm -hmm. that's what I would say I focus on. I'm, I'm starting to switch up my bio as well. So I switched content queen over. Now I also want to share authentic content in there. So it might be like, I help entrepreneurs create authentic content with ease Mm -hmm. because people overcomplicate the reels. And the thing is I've heard that content creation is hard and I've heard that circle around, but it's not that it's hard. You just don't know how to do it. So Mm -hmm. what I do is I come up with a vision board for the brand. Yeah. And I say, listen, this is what I think you should do. Uh, This is, I think, what's missing. So almost like an Instagram audit where Mm -hmm. I go through the do's and the don'ts of their Instagram, change up their bio, their highlights and all of that. And then I get right to researching their business, right? Mm -hmm. If you're an esthetician, I go and find other estheticians in the area in the, around the world Mm -hmm. and what they're doing, Mm -hmm. because chances are, if somebody's doing it, you can do it too. Mm -hmm. Like it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of my clients, either estheticians, realtors. So I find out what's working. I find out what um, is not working. And then I find the like trending sounds, the trending reels and what's going to make your page visible because that's what it's all about. Like, Mm -hmm. how can we make your page visible Mm -hmm. so that you can increase in followers in reach mm-hmm. and obviously increase in sales, which I'm pretty sure everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so after all that research is done by me, mm-hmm. uh, the creator or the entrepreneur feels comfortable that like mm-hmm. we have everything taken care of. We book the studio and then we get right to creating. Um, what I find is that the reason why people fail in content creation is they don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. So I come to you with a plan and call sheets of the outfit that you need to wear, the direction, the poses, so that when you're here, we're not wasting time mm-hmm. going on our phone, finding out what outfit to wear in your closet. Everything's yeah. planned and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And it's organized so that you feel comfortable that like I have it under control. I film it all. I edit it all. And then the individual will get it within 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Um Personally, as an entrepreneur, I think the biggest thing is that um, things need to be done fast. Like we it's we're in a microwave society. So like we want things done fast, but that's the best way to achieve results. If you create content today and I wait for it for three weeks, honestly, I'm probably not going to want to post it after that. But Mm -hmm. if I can reassure you that you're going to get it within two, three days from us working with each other it's still exciting. It's still momentum. You can still build that on your page and they'll, and they'll come back. But the goal is the goal is actually for you not to come back. Why? Because I don't, it's not that I don't want you to hire me again. It's (laughs) that I want to give you the tools necessary for you to feel comfortable doing it alone. Okay. Fair. My goal is not, to have you spending your money all the time on me and teaching you so the tips and tricks. So that's why that initial price got to be something. That's why, something, that's something why I charge high. what I charge yeah, because yeah. you're not walking in and walking out with nothing. You're walking in with nothing and leaving with absolutely everything I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I will end up doing is I send them a document of everything that they need. Mm-hmm. And then all of my clients now create their own content. They'll send Fair. me messages asking me for help, but now they feel so comfortable that they can do this on their own, that they Fair. don't ever need me again. Fair. And then they that's end a job up, well done, though. Yeah, like that's the goal. So that's kind of what it's like working with me. I am working on something different because I feel like a lot of people need additional help. Yeah. So with additional help comes, um, you know, the prices go up, mm-hmm. but the more value As that you're going to get working with me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So with all these different platforms, you have Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Facebook, and whatever else is out there. What should people be using the most or like how, because I can... I can um I can see how hard it could be like posting on every single platform. Should mm-hmm. people be f- focusing on one or two, or they sh- should they be like spreading themselves thin with everything? I think again, it's people overcomplicate everything. You can take this podcast and use written, visual, yeah, audible. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah. So the audible is going to go on 
Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yeah. The visual can go on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. and the written can go on LinkedIn blogs. So yeah. you're just repurposing content and people mm-hmm. think they need to come up with new content all the time. Yeah. I have content that I used from a year ago yeah. that I'm still using to this day. Mm-hmm. The reels that I post today you're going to see it in real format, but next week you're going to see it written. And the following week, you're going to see a visual again. Mm. So the thing is like, we don't pay attention to that because we have like short, short, like term, like memory. And (laughs) we're like, Oh, this is new information, which you're not lying. You're just continuously giving back the value to, to remind people. So I think, um, don't get ahead of yourself. If you're just starting your business, like focus on one and see what works Mm -hmm. and then branch out, repurpose that content. Uh, right now I'm getting on TikTok because I see that it's something that is blowing up, but I'm also, I also know what, what my strengths are and it's really Instagram. It's really the value and the shareable content. So now what I'm doing is I'm just taking everything on my Instagram platform Mm -hmm. and popping it into TikTok, and it's doing the exact same thing, if not more. Yeah. Cause TikTok Um, algorithms are going way easier than Instagram. Yeah. And it's just easier like to, I guess, um, Instagram is more like a gallery. Yeah. TikTok's like swipe, 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 yeah, swipe, yeah, swipe. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. with Instagram, it becomes more personable, more um, like authentic. Like the amount of people I've met through Instagram and I feel like I know their whole lives, but mm. I feel like through TikTok, it's a little bit less than that. So yeah. maybe if you're someone who's more private or like introvert and don't want to show your face necessarily and mm-hmm. just want to show the direct thing, mm-hmm. TikTok would probably be great for you. And then YouTube and then Instagram will be more of like storytelling, which to be honest, storytelling is probably what makes you the, more, the, the most money. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I do with some of my content. Like I'll see something on TikTok or Instagram. I'll see someone teaching something that could be for my audience and mm-hmm. I'll just make the video. I'll make similar video and reteach, reteach the same content. What do you think about that? I think that's the smartest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if it's not stealing mm-hmm. and it's not, I don't think it's, stealing it's not you not being authentic because it's what you do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow the main people that I follow on my Instagram are social media managers and content creators and photographers. Also, Why? It's getting a lot of ideas from all of them. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like everything that I need to learn is on Instagram. Yeah. I've taught everything I need to know on my own. Like yeah. I've taught myself that, which is what is the, like probably the most valuable thing about me, because if yeah. I can learn it, that means my audience can learn Facts. it as well. So I go and find, um, I, I guess like accessible ways to teach the information as well. So mm-hmm. if you know, you know, something's working for this individual, you take it, you repurpose it and you make it your own, right? Yeah. That's essentially all we do. Um, information that's taken off of books, think and grow rich. Yeah, um, Facts. All of, all of the new coaches or any anybody in the world is just quoting Think and Grow Rich. Where yeah. does that come from? They quote Bob Proctor. They they quote like above and above and above mm-hmm. the Bible. Like so, I think it's the smartest thing, and that's probably what's going to save you the most time. Yeah, facts. Because I even um on my page, well, I even take um motivational quotes that I see from like celebrities, mm-hmm. and I'll just rip them up, put my Black is New Rich label on that, and they go when it when it comes to the reels. Yeah. Cause it's relatable content and that's just what people need to Mm. focus on is what are people going to relate to? Um, and I'm working on a post right now and it's the five E's of content marketing and I won't share it all. So you guys can go and see it on my Instagram. So you'll have to follow me, but essentially you just want to do, you just want to engage. You want to encourage people. Mm -hmm. Uh, you want to educate, you want to empathize with them. Like there's so many things that you want to do. Did you just tell us the five? No. (laughs) I missed one. I told you four. Um, so yeah. So like essentially just reshare the content, make sure it's relatable. Um, but keep adding that value because yes, Instagram is entertainment for entertainment purposes, but I'm not going to come on your page to just be entertained. I can be entertained elsewhere. Like I want value. I want education and I want to walk out of your page with more than I came on with. Like Gary V says, what's his uh, jab, jab hook. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. Where you give, like give information, give value, and then you make your ask. Yep. Absolutely. I've noticed you've, uh, you've mentioned a few names, um, big names, who would you consider like your like virtual mentors? Um, honestly, and this is not to knock anybody, mm-hmm. but um, in the society that we live in, it's really hard to look up to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe this is just me. I don't know if anybody can relate to to this, but you don't really know what's real and what's not. So mm-hmm. somebody How do you that, filter that then? I think it's it, it's discernment. Like it's my personal. Like if I want to know something 
currently, cause I'm on my spiritual walk, mm-hmm. I go to the Bible or mm-hmm. I go to um, my mentors from the church. Mm-hmm. But if I really want to know something like, for example, um, John C. Maxwell and Bob Proctor are people that I actually do look up to read their books because I know that success is not about a financial number. So I will not read anything that has to do with With finances first. Mm. It's always goes back down to your mindset. So if I know that I can rewire my mindset, Mm -hmm. everything else is going to come. And with mindset comes like your belief system, Mm -hmm. um, the things that you're consuming. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I'm learning from a genuine source, like John C. Maxwell or Bob Proctor, then everything else comes after it. Your mindset is probably the thing that's most important. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I say like, watch what you consume, especially on Instagram and or any other um, platforms, Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to get consumed into the wrong things Mm -hmm. like money, like success, like results, but the results won't come until you work on your mindset. So I guess like, I don't like in the new age of um, coaches or entrepreneurs coming up right now, like Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't listen to anybody that's like, new in a way and i don't want to be rude but i think i just oh, go, no, I get I go up to where the root is right yeah, because uh one of my sayings is be careful who you listen to because mm-hmm. i think it's very important that we filter who we listen to because i we can be misled with a mm-hmm. lot of information because it's so easy to do in this day and age yeah so I, I dig that um you mentioned something that sparked an idea so with all this content, like for me in the summer, I had to take like a three month uh, social media break. What do you think about like mental health and social media? Because I th- I do think they play on each other in some way if mm-hmm. you get too consumed or too lost. What do you think about that? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I dealt with that about three years ago. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you cannot let social media use you like you use it. Mm-hmm. So people don't have boundaries. And I think that's where it stems from. You need to have boundaries. This is my business, which means that my business won't flourish if I'm not flourishing. And that's in any area that you work with. Maybe you don't use Instagram right now. Maybe that's not it, but maybe you work um, in retail Mm -hmm. and you find that your job is consuming you. You just need to take control of it. And Mm -hmm. we're all in control of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're spending too many hours on social media, then that's a you problem. Mm -hmm. If you're allowing social media to consume you, that's a you problem. There Mm -hmm. are scientific facts about, um, screen time and stuff like that. But if you know that already affects you, then cut down on it. Yeah. I'm very intentional with how much I spend on social media. I am. And like, people are surprised by this, but I use social media for two hours a day and I have the track record on my app because I stop it after two hours. Can I pull that receipt up later? hundred <laughs> percent. Even my whole screen time, like, you know, uh, how Apple literally tells you how long you're on yeah. your phone, seven hours. Okay. It has been like my medium before when I didn't know how to use social media and I didn't, I was like always on my phone, probably yeah. like it was actually nasty. It was like <laughs> 24 hours. And I'm like, so I'm not getting sleep. Like what what's wrong fuck? with me? That's it's crazy. so easy to be consumed by it because you want to be like, you want to be up to the date. You want to be up to trends. You want to see everyone's stuff. You have to realize that you have everything that you need to be successful and mm-hmm. you have everything that you need to produce the right content. You just need to know the right way to do it. So as soon as you can take control of that, and mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't mastered it to a T because I'm not, again, like, I'm not going to lie. Some days I don't want to post, but then I ask myself, like, do I feel, where's it coming from? Like, is it coming from a genuine place? Mm -hmm. And one of the tips that I give my clients first is what's your intention behind the post that you're going to make? If we're going to make a reel, is our intention engagement? Is Mm -hmm. it reach? Is it sales? Um, Is it value? Because Mm -hmm. the moment you start posting without like cognitive connections, like you lost it. Cause if I'm going to post a prayer, there's an intention. If I'm posting my food, probably to show my coach that I'm eating right. Or that I'm like, I'm it's, it's a diary for me. Like I'm like, wow, like I'm staying consistent. It's your lifestyle. You, it's your healthy it's, lifestyle. That's my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So there's always an intention behind it. If it doesn't serve me, I'm not watching it. If it doesn't add value to my life, I'm not watching it. I just think, um, I like, I don't have it to a T, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't concern me, if it doesn't serve me and if it doesn't add value to my life, I'm probably not going to watch it. And that's where, um, I guess identifying your niche and your target audience, it really does depend who you, who you're scrolling and who you're watching. Uh, If you look at my, I, I delete a lot of the people or the things that I follow that I mute a lot of people's stories. Yeah. And I mean, beyond muting it, I unfollow because Mm -hmm. like, I don't want, I like, your stories are not adding value. Your posts are also not. So I'm not going to follow you just to have another follow. Like, yeah. 
it's 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 not a cancel culture, but mm-hmm. it's a like this is my business. Like Instagram is my business. Mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. If if basketball is your business and like your basketball is deflated, you're gonna be pissed. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, if your yeah. shoes get like broken, Mess- the sole of your shoes yeah. are messed up. If your net is bust, like yeah. you're gonna be mad. Same thing, right? So I I watch what I intake like very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean it's an ongoing process. I feel like it's just an always like a learning curve. Mm-hmm. So you, um, you mentioned earlier about making 10 to 20 stories a day, mm-hmm. but for the bad days that you have, how do you navigate you personally? Because that's, that must be some type of toll, especially when you're doing stories. Cause it's live time. Yeah. Um, I'm very genuine. I'm really authentic. I think that's one thing. And that's not bragging about myself. It's just really the type of individual I promise that I would always show up as if I'm having a bad day, you're going to know about it. Mm-hmm. I am a, I am a very private person. Don't get it twisted. A lot of people don't know what I'm going through currently, mm-hmm. but I have a way where I disconnect my business and my life. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Although my lifestyle is my business, essentially, yeah. I will make sure that they don't conflict in a negative way. Okay. If I'm having a bad day and I'm going to sh- cry on my story and share a mental health tip that's helping me it's still my lifestyle it's still value to somebody Mm -hmm. um but i also take a step back and say like is me showing showing up going to be like purposeful is it going to be intentional Mm -hmm. you're just like at a job you're allowed to take personal days you're also allowed to take days off your your social social media media, like and that's where people think that they can't take days off or they feel guilty for being off no like take take a day off and then come back stronger. Mm -hmm. And that's what we just need to keep um, like implementing goes. I, and I really value athletes, right? Like for me, I used to play soccer and now that I'm lifting weights, I look up to like, I just think of like Cristiano Ronaldo, like Messi, because again, like I watch soccer. Um, If you relate to basketball players, like they get down, they get back up. Yeah. They hurt their like ACL or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're back training and doing physio and just figuring it out. Everything Mm -hmm. is figure outable. So if I'm, yeah, I'm going through a bad day. I was moving, like I was open. I was like humble about it. I was open. I was transparent about what I was going through. And I shared it with people because you never know somebody is in the exact same position. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't with all brands, because again, not all brands showcase lifestyle like I do. If you're a service, then automate your posts, Mm -hmm. like find a way where if you're having a bad week or a bad month, automate your posts and have an application posting for you if you don't want to show up. Right. And you still want your business to run, find, some, find somebody else to, to run it for you if you feel like it's too consuming. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at, I'm outsourcing now. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a, at a position in my business where I can outsource everything. Mm-hmm. And I can just focus on being the face of my business and then everything else that's like not an income producing activity, yeah. I can outsource it. What what um applications out there to automatically post your work? So, this is all information I'm going to include for you guys. I know a free one that I but use. But later whatever. is good. Mm-hmm. Later, Planoly and mm-hmm. Preview. Okay. They're free. I, I use uh, Facebook uh, Create. Yeah, Facebook Create. Yeah, Facebook Create is probably the, I think you intertwine it with Facebook and Instagram, right? It posts on both. Yeah. Um, a lot of people underestimate apps like Canva where it's a two in one. No, Canva's amazing. So Canva's literally like your golden ticket. Okay, you get the pro version. And then you share it with your friends yeah. and you only end up paying $4 each oh, really? a month. Yeah. Can I get on your plan? Absolutely. All right. I'm, I'm being serious. I need one more person. Okay, so all right, man. All right. uh, So then you guys don't have to pay so much. And then essentially you get access to it all, right? You build your own teams there. Um, you create the content, the digital content or the written content. So that do you, you see need. all my content that I'm creating? Um, I can. Yes. Oh. I will be able to see it. <laughs> um, and then after that, it's just like, it just posts for you. You schedule it. Planoly is really good. Um, what I find though, is sometimes Instagram wants everything to be done through the app. So sometimes using apps can actually, third party like, apps. yeah, third-party apps will, um, like I've been shadow banned before for using third-party apps. So uh-huh. like I try not to use them. I try to just have them to, so I can aesthetically see what my posts uh, are going to look like and, and have a plan and then post them myself. Like, and people ask me what apps I use to like edit and stuff. Yeah. I honestly edit everything on Instagram. I do not like, I take the reels on the reels. Mm-hmm. I take my stories on the stories. Yeah. I I don't use any outside apps per se. Like if you go through my feed, 
it just looks effortless because that's literally what it is. Like I don't take time into making an aesthetic because it doesn't work for me. You have to find what works for you. I don't like when, um, this is my personal opinion. I don't like when I see like, you know, like the patterns when it comes to your galleries. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like it's, I feel like Instagram's not an art gallery. So when people do like, Oh, three posts or three pictures of the same and they keep that, I feel like that can only limit someone. What do you think about that? I think so too. I think it limits my creative mind. Like if I want to post a pink post today and that like today's my purple day, yeah. like, no, I'm going to post what I want exactly. to today. And that's where people overcomplicate it. They want it to be perfect. They want it to be flowing and, Because a lot of people say like, oh, my page is messy. But me personally, if you have good information on your page, then Mm -hmm. people are going to gravitate to that no matter what. And and, and find a flow. Like if you my mostly my um, because I wear the same colors all the time. Yeah. My page is normally just like neutral pink, browns, right? But that's just because it already feels natural to me. Mm. So. It was that one. Yeah. Mm. So it feels natural to me. It feels like I do not have to try extra harder just to be real. Mm -hmm. And I want you to look at my page and say, like, you mean I don't have to work so hard or I don't have to make it like an aesthetic for me to make money on Instagram? Because that's that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like you can make tons of money on Instagram. You can monetize your scroll and it doesn't have to look picture perfect. Mm -hmm. I make money on Instagram. Mm -hmm. If you look at my Instagram, you wonder like I just seen you um, partner with Fresh. Yeah. So there's a lot of brands that I partnered up with, but HelloFresh is probably my favorite because I love food Yeah, and it just makes it so easy. Um, so, but did you reach out to them? No, they reached out to me. Okay. Dope. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what, what can you reach out to them? Let's say absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I actually, right now I'm focusing on a pitch for brands. Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, if a brand wants to work with you, absolutely, they'll reach out. But if you want to work with a brand, you reach out to them. Um, think about like shooting your shot with a guy or a girl, right? Yeah. If they're what does a pitch look you, like? Um, I would just, so my pitch would be like, hi, my name is Sophia Aguilar. And yeah. then I put my Instagram name. Yeah. Um, I was looking over your page, find the at name or the business or the brand. Yeah. Um, and it aligns with my brand. Um, name what you like about them. Like mm-hmm. you don't want it to be like so vague that you're sending the same one to each brand. Like it has to be individualized, right? Like I love this. I love that. I would love to work with you. Um, I have a media kit. So I think for me, I have a media kit now and I have things that I utilize to send out to brands. Um, I recommend you do one. It's like takes five seconds. Canva has so many already done. So if your goal is to be like an influencer, brand ambassador and get paid for brands, um, start reaching out to them. You can get paid as little as like $10 or maybe you just start with free products. But your goal is to get to a point where you have like social media is my full time, which means that anything that I do on it, I get paid to do it. So, um, absolutely though. Like I, I, I value, um, brands that reach out to me, but mm-hmm. I like to take the upper hand and say like, I want to work with you. Um, that just shows that I'm interested. And mm-hmm. it also gives me exposure. And if they say no, I just take that right back. And I'm like, perfect. You know what? Awesome. I was Let's just go. about to ask you, how do you handle rejection when it comes to business? I was just going to okay, ask you this that. is really weird. And you're going to laugh at me, uh-huh. but the same way, like I treat my business as any relationship. Well, business is a relationship. Yeah. And like, if you get rejected, it's like, okay, like move on. No, you know no, what I mean? I mean? It's I take rejection pretty bad. I oh, yeah? work on it though. But go ahead. I just think it's a, it's a learning opportunity. There's so much, um, learning outcomes in, in getting a no, mm-hmm. right. The other day I pitched to a client for a content creation service, which was a lot of like, it, it actually was one of the cheapest proposals I've sent out. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said no. And they, and they went and found someone else. And you know what? At the beginning I was like, ouch, like you didn't go for me. Like I have so much to offer. And then I was like, one second, that means that whatever I had to offer, maybe it wasn't enough for you. But then the next day I got somebody pay me in full. Uh, So when another door closes, another one opens and just know like, also the, the reason why I take it so well is you are not for everybody. Right. And you shouldn't be, and you shouldn't be, not everybody should want to work with you and you shouldn't want to work with everybody else. So why like, when I get no's or I get rejected or maybe somebody turns their shoulder on me or backstabs me, mm-hmm. I just see it in as an opportunity for me to push like more and more and more the next time around so that, you know, and maybe this is petty or maybe this is like somebody doesn't recommend this, but just so when you see me working with 
a bigger brand, you're like, shoot, I should have taken my chance when I was like, when you pitched to me or when I could have had the chance to work with you and I chose somebody else, but now you're working with them. Mm-hmm. Damn, the price is going to go up. So yesterday's what, price, you know, today's it's price. not today's <laughs> price. So you got that yesterday, but like moving on up, even if it's a day, even if it's like next week, just know that again, you're not for everybody. The person who really wants to work with you is going to make it known. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to work with you, they're also going to make it known. And then that's up to you to take it personally or to see it as a learning opportunity. Okay, dope. So what can we expect? um, Some short term things that we can see from you. So my short term, um, actually, I want to do something like what you're doing. uh, Which one? What, What? So I want to have a way to bring a community together. Oh, okay, dope. And it really inspires me that you're able to bring a community together um, of starting up businesses because a lot of people don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And starting a business is really lonely. Entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is really lonely. And I feel like um, a lot of the value that people will get is learning from each other. So one of my short-term goals is to do a VIP content group day. Dope. So I'd love to have so a group collab. of entrepreneurs um, together. Audience. Yeah. Like I'd love to just have them all together and create lots of content for each other. Ooh, and that, that, that'd be good. Yeah. And it not just be a content day, like but it'd be event, like a event space. Yeah. And then- it's going to be a big Valley session. I've already planned it out. I think it's just um, execution. Now it's, I want to have speakers. I want to have food. I want to have, Mm-hmm. like music and i want it to be a vibe like I, we all need it all businesses need it yeah, we, we all, all need content, content all the we time we all need community we all need and i was gonna name the event ccc and i don't for remember what the third c is right now but i have it on my phone and it's content <laughs> community and something content and community <laughs> And Corey, there we go. Um, And it's just, it's going to be a vibe. My long-term goal is I want to take my business um, completely virtual and online. And which you can, which I can do. I love the in-person presence. I really love the ability to work with people one-on-one, but I want to reach people around the world. Mm -hmm. Like I know that there's somebody in Portugal and in Australia and in like, in the, in the States who wants to work or who wants to learn how to create content, but cannot get access to me mm-hmm. one-on-one. I mean, if you do want to find me out, you can find me out, but, <laughs> um, there's so much value in providing that online database. So it's, I don't see it as like a long-term, like five, six year plan. I see it like long-term being like my VIP group content day might be next week. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I come up with ideas. I'm like, okay, cool. We're doing mm-hmm. it and execute my long-term plan of the online stuff, probably like by April or June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get kind of scared putting things out there. Cause that means it holds me accountable. Well, so good. I will be having a masterclass happening soon. When? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna hold you accountable. I want to have it done by mid December okay. so that everybody can start January with a full plan of what their year content's going to look like. Oh, this yeah, masterclass is going to take you from zero to a hundred mm-hmm. and it can really make sure that whether your goal is three months, six months or 12 months to mm-hmm. be um, creating your content and having Instagram work for you like that, that's going to be like your, your whole toolbox. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything else. A year of consistent content will literally change your life. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think 30 days of consistent content really? will change your life. I'm on a real day and it's been very, very good to me. Actually, when these um, episodes start dropping, mm-hmm. um, I'll be uh, I'm, I have set up to post every single day. Perfect. So we'll see how that goes. And it's it's not that hard Mm-mm. for you to do that. Mm-mm. You have lots of content, mm-hmm. especially with a podcast. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just going to cut up clips and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. OK, so I ask this question to every single guest. Mm-hmm. No, there's three questions that I ask. OK. We're going to start with the first one. What is the best and worst advice that you've ever gotten? <laughs> I think the bad advice is outweigh the good, to be honest. Really? Yeah. You're the first that's um, What's one? Yeah. Let's start with the good. Okay. Um, focus on myself was the best advice I've ever gotten. Okay. And I'll tell you why. It's because I don't focus on myself. Mm. I'm a giver. I'm an empath. I like to put others before myself. Mm-hmm. So I'll always focus on everybody else before I focus on myself. And this was, it's just been a year that I've been focusing on myself and not in like, like a scary like yeah, way yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more so just putting my myself and the person that I want to become first. Mm -hmm. My coach, um, her name's Gazi and she speaks of me becoming the person with my goal. So she, 
I told her my goal and it's like, it's a great goal. Like I want to make like $30,000 a month. Mm -hmm. But she told me, Sophia, what does the person that makes $30,000 a month look like? Is she lazy? Does she eat bad? Does she mm -hmm. go to the gym? Does she get into fights every day with her boyfriend or mm -hmm. who is that person? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I've never looked at it that way. I've yeah. never seen it as who am I? What are my habits? What do I consume? What do I eat? And that's more important than your goal. Mm, because if you can master yourself, mm -hmm. you can have anything that you want. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the best piece of advice that I've gotten is, is work on myself, focus on myself, because the moment you take care of yourself, your heart, your mind, and your soul, mm -hmm. you are much more, um, I guess, nurtured and put together to give to mm -hmm. everybody else because okay. you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the worst piece of advice that I've gotten, let's just do like two, cause okay. I'm not putting anybody on blast okay. here. <laughs> I want you all to watch this podcast. Um, probably the worst piece of advice that I've gotten is, um, like, I don't know the way that it was put, but it was like, don't sleep. Like, or it was, um, if you're sleeping, like your dreams, like, oh, like, come on, <sighs> I guess like don't sleep or somebody else is going to do it like better no, than you or whatever. Rest, Cause your brain. And it was like literal, it was literal, but also figuratively, like actually you need to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, you need to function. Mm -hmm. So don't be stuck in this hustle culture of like hustle, 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 hustle. Burn yourself out like that. I burnt out mm, for I burnt six out too. months straight mm. because what I would do is I would ignore the signs that my body was telling me of like, I need rest. And I'm like, no, no, I need to get clients. I need to get my goal. I need to do this. Like mm -hmm. I need to figure out what I want to do. And it was so toxic because it was a hustle culture. And when you have that, um, which I mean, we're in the era of a hustle culture, we don't have a balance and I didn't have a balance for the longest time. It was always money, money, money. And yeah. it's not that money is the root of all evil is what you do with the money and how it, how you, you allow it. it to control you. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where I was like obsessive. I was super obsessive with my hustle that it actually drained me and got me sick. Mm -hmm. Like I got sick in January um, to the point where it's I'm recovering right now. Oh, okay. So Shit. I burnt out. It was like really, really hard, but I'm back. And that's probably like the worst. Um, and then I would say another one um, is only um, or it was like, like, actually, you told me. The you. opposite. No, 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 no. It wasn't <laughs> you. You told me to focus on one thing. The worst piece of advice that I've gotten is do everything. No, You'll man. figure it out. No, and you know me, like I dance, mm -hmm. I go to school. I'm currently in school for social work. Mm -hmm. I teach dance lessons. Mm -hmm. I'm also like a performer. I choreograph. And one thing that you've always told me, you're like, Sophia, you need to do one thing and do it well before you get ahead of yourself and do another mm -hmm. thing. I need and to take my own advice sometimes though. But yeah, I but I think that because a lot of people say like, you know what, just do it all, like explore it. No, There's man. so many That's opportunities. That's how you run yourself thin. Yeah, and it's also like a cultural thing. Like my family has always said like, you know what, just try it out. You never know what it's gonna do. And while that's good, it just kind of confuses you because we're not meant to be good at everything. Maybe no. we have talents and we have dreams and we have passions, but we're not meant to do everything and not everything benefits you. And there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible that I always say is, yes, you can do everything, but not everything's going to benefit you. So exactly. I was stuck in this whole world of like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to do this, but it, sometimes you're just not the person for it. And there's somebody else fit for that position. You just stay in your lane and focus on that. And because I've been focusing on content creation for literally, what is it since June, mm -hmm. Look where I'm at. I this know, is my yeah, full yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't do anything You've else. Been killing it lately. And I'm focused. I have a balance. I have boundaries. And I've never been happier because I decided to focus and give one thing my all. Okay. I like that. Okay. The last question is um, because we like to make predictions on the show. So when it happens, I'm going to replay it back. Mm -hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years? You know what? I actually don't like thinking that. Um, okay. No, that's fair. You know, you know what it is. It's like we get so caught up in because if you asked me five years ago, so five years ago, I think I was like nineteen, mm -hmm. twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. I think I was nineteen or eighteen. Mm -hmm. So I was graduating high school, mm -hmm. and I was like, when I'm twenty-three, I want to live in Portugal and have my own house and be married and have a kid. Mm -hmm. I wanted a kid right now. Yeah. 
Oh God. Yeah. I'm 23 years old. Like, so in a perfect world, I would have had a kid. I would have lived in Portugal, but we had a pandemic like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm also not married. Man. Um, and I also don't have a kid, but I have a successful business. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess where I see myself five years from now in a personal level, um, I picture myself with like the highest level of emotional intelligence mm, because I, like I think that, that that's, that's, the, key a, that's the key to everything. everything. I'm a very emotional person. I'm working on my emotions and not allowing them to control me and consume my business, my personal life. So that's something that I see myself like having and mastering. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to help a lot of people around the world mm-hmm. um, in ministry. I don't know in what sort of um, aspect but I know that I want to be serving and I want to be making an impact around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I see a lot of freedom for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I see myself like being able to free individuals, whether it be financially um, with food or with money or with business opportunities um, in five years. Like, do I want to, you know, have a family? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think above all, it's focusing on business. It's focusing on personal life. And I just want to be healthy. Like I think the best wish and the best goal mm-hmm. that I could desire for myself and my family mm-hmm. is like the utmost health. Okay. Dope. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Yeah. I have one suggestion. Um, Cause you said you want to work remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book called Four Hour Work Week. Actually, he hasn't. Oh yeah. The Four Hour Work Week. You got to read. You I'm have taking it to. Home today. <laughs> you actually have to read that because mm-hmm. it will open your mind to like literally outsourcing everything that you need to. That's what opened my mind. Because eventually, obviously, I'm want to outsource everything mm-hmm. and just literally focus on interviewing people and not everything else. You know. So pick up that book. Wow, that was a that was a packed interview. Um, let everybody know your socials. Okay. Where they can find you. Yeah. So my website is www.sophiaaguilar.ca. My Instagram is saguilar underscore. My TikTok is the same as my Instagram. My YouTube is Sophia Aguilar. Um, Jeez. Yeah. I think I'm on all the platforms. <laughs> Soon to come to Black is the New Rich. Um, and yeah, I have a question for you, though. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. You're good. You sure? Yeah, I'm okay. good. Okay. Um, what do you want? Like, what's the outcome of this podcast? The outcome of this podcast is to help the beginner entrepreneurs reach the next level. Literally. Like I like, so every person that I interview them, uh, so every person that I interview, I view them as an expert in their field. Mm -hmm. So I want someone to be like, Hey, I want to be, I want to be a content creator. I want to do that for a living. I want to, because I get the concept, you know what I'm saying? Yesterday I had a real estate agent. I want to be a real estate agent that sells commercial units Mm -hmm. and residential units or how to manage money or whatever. Like I want people to gain a lot of information that they didn't know before Mm -hmm. and use it for their personal life. Sick. Well, now you guys know. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That was a packed, that was a packed, uh, that was a packed interview. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. All right. That's a wrap. Everything black on black. Everything black on black. Nigga, fuck, study that facts on facts. Who's got slaps on a pack for a pack? Bang,